to teach you a new one today. This is a great tune called Forever Rain. You are good, you are good. When there's nothing good in me, you are love, you are love. I display for all to see. You are joy, you are joy. When darkness closes in, you are hope, you are hope. And you covered all my sins. You are peace. My fear is crippling. You are true, you are true. Even when my wandering, you are joy, you are joy. And the reason that I sing, you are life, you are life. Death has lost its sting. Come on now, if you're sitting down, you gotta get up. Nothing compared to your 
everyone. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. I'm so excited to have, uh, you'll see in a second, Mary, my mom, Marianne, is here with us today, and she has a special just quick word of encouragement for you all. But uh, before we get started, I just wanted to uh, share a few announcements. Uh, again, we have prayer on Tuesday at, at 7 o'clock. Pastor Charlie has asked that you join. Sorry for the audio interruption. The service will resume shortly. That. Also, uh, we mentioned Choices is having a spring virtual event featuring Sarah Hernandez, uh, who uh, started Unplanned on May 28th from 6 to 7 p.m. So we're going to send out the link this week uh, um, in the announcements, or my dad is, uh, with where you can sign up. It's $10 to join on the call so that you can hear uh, that program and hear what uh, Sarah has been doing uh, to promote uh, the sanctity of human life. And then also Youth Camp, we've mentioned, is July 1st through 3rd. It's probably going to be virtual. I'm still waiting to hear from the district on how that's going to happen. So we will keep you posted as soon as we hear. But uh, save the date on your calendar. And then in terms of offering and your tithes and your offerings for this week, you can visit newheart4you.com. That's newheart4you.com. And you can click Give Online to give your tithes and your offerings. You can also mail a check to uh, 380 East Covina Boulevard, Covina, California, 91722. On the website, you can also click Media to listen to the audio of my dad's sermon, or you can catch it later on Facebook if you're not able to uh, see it at 10.30 a.m. So now I'm going to be inviting my mom up uh, for a special message. If you haven't seen the uh, slideshow that my mom created all by herself, I'm so proud of her. She did such an amazing job. Uh, please make sure you check out my dad's email or her email out to the ladies and to the congregation. You don't want to miss it. So she did it all by herself. I didn't help her at all. So it's, it was an amazing feat, and I'm so proud of her. So here, without further ado, here's my mom. Good morning, everyone. Praise the Lord. It's been a while since I've been in church. <laughs> I've been um, hiding away like the government's asking us to. But today, I wanted to come, and I wanted to just share a few things with you mothers and you ladies today. It's a beautiful Mother's Day today, even though everything around us is a little bit crazy, but it is. It's a beautiful Mother's Day today because we have the Lord, we have Jesus, we're headed toward heaven, um, and that's the best thing we can have. So I just wanted to talk to you today about about three women, Mary, Mary Lou, and Bernadette. These ladies God sent into my life during a time in my life when, um, you know, I wasn't, I didn't know the Lord. Uh, what happened was we moved to, um, we moved to Alhambra, um, right next to an Assembly of God church. My aunt lived right next to us. In the parking lot in the backyard, I could see the cars come every Sunday. Well, at first, I didn't really want to go to church, but my mother said, you don't have a choice. Remember, ladies, we need to encourage our kids to go to church and not give them the choice and tell them, in the name of Jesus, it's good for you to go to church. So the church owned the property we lived in, but as I said, we could see everything that was going on over there. During those years... My mother, my aunt, and my grandmother, they encouraged me. They encouraged me to go to church. And so I started attending um, 
the Tuesday night youth service. And during one of those Tuesday night youth services, I accepted Jesus Christ into my life. It was a beautiful time, and I also was filled with the Holy Spirit. And it's because of these ladies, my grandmother Mary, who's in heaven, my mother Mary Lou, and my aunt Bernadette, who led me and guided me. You see, I didn't have a father when I was growing up, and a lot of you know that, but I didn't have a man to influence my life, but God gave me those women to share the love of God, the word of God with me. During those years, I went to youth group, I attended church, I went to youth camp, and I also had a chance to go to Mexico four times. I went to Mexico City, Obregón, Hermosillo, with Youth for Christ, and I was able to evangelize down there. And I was just a young girl. I was like 16 years old. I was in high school. But those evangelism trips changed my life. Um, we would go out during the day. My partner spoke Spanish. And we would talk to them, tell them about Jesus. And then at night, we would be um, in the choir. And we would sing Spanish songs and English songs to the community. Many people were saved in those meetings at night. And it was just amazing to see it. It was like a mini Billy Graham, but it wasn't as big, for sure. Um, the reason I talk about this today is to let you know it was because of these great ladies that I learned to love Jesus, and I learned to serve him. Since I didn't have a dad that came around, I believe God gave me these three wonderful women to guide me and to truly love me. So that's why it's so important for us mothers and women to involve ourselves with our children, with our nieces and nephews, with our friends, children, and youth, to encourage them to go to church and learn the Bible. You can change lives like my life was changed if you care enough about these other people. My, I call them my guiding mothers <laughs> because they guided me. They taught me not to forsake the assembly of God. They taught me to go to church all the time. They walked me to church. They sat with me in church. And if I was having a bad day, they still kind of drugged me to church <laughs> in a good way. Um, today is Mother's Day, and we need to honor our mothers, our guiding lights, in a big way. And we also need to honor them every day. The Bible says, honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, that it may be well with you, and now may us live long on this earth. That's Ephesians 6, 1 through 3. You want to have a good life? You want to have a long life? You need to honor your mother and those that have influenced you in a big way. And we need to rise up and call our mothers blessed. That's Proverbs 31, 28. So think about the women today in your life that is, have truly blessed you and helped you. And go to them and thank them. I'm going to call my aunt today and thank her. I've already... Bless my mom yesterday, and my grandmother's in heaven. But um, do that. Just think about that. Thank you. It's been great talking to you. I hope to see you soon. In the name of Jesus, get ready, because we're going to be hearing from Terry McFadden today. And boy, does she have the word of God. I've known her for many years. Great lady, anointed woman. Get ready. It's going to be a great message. Bless you.
We're going to set this sermon up here with this wonderful song called, Lord, I Need You. And don't we all need him right now for sure, right? Lord, I come, I confess, I'm bowing here to find rest. Without you, I fall apart. You're the one that guides my heart. Lord, I need you. the truth where sin runs deep your grace is more where grace is found it's where you are where you are Lord I'm free holiness Christ in me Temptation comes my way. I cannot stand, I will fall for you. Jesus, you're my hope and stay. sing that about 10 more times because uh what a blessing what a blessing what a blessing hello church all of our uh, viewers uh on the internet facebook wherever you may be god bless you and uh you know whatever your need is just you know god said if you just ask if you just call out he said if you just seek the lord 
He will hear from heaven. He will answer you. He will, uh, uh, um, he will deliver you in your fears. He will deliver you in your troubles. He will meet all of your needs. And uh, he said, you only have to do one thing. Just say, Lord, I need you. That's why that song is so important. And if we've ever needed the Lord, we need him now. Amen. So happy Mother's Day to you um, from the Foursquare Church where Pastor Chuck Canizero is the pastor and uh, First Lady Mary Ann. Uh, and, and um, of course, my godson, Charles Jr., who's such a uh, valuable part of this ministry. You know, it's so good when you have raised children up that love the Lord and give themselves to the ministry. And I was just thinking about Pastor Chuck's uh, son, Charles. I've been knowing him since he was a baby boy, a little boy, okay? And now he's a, an attorney uh, uh, and a very, very wise man of God and uh, minister of the gospel. So we're just really just grateful. What a blessing when we, when we watch our children grow up. And let me tell you something. If your kids aren't there yet, just keep on trusting God because the Word of God says the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. Amen? So you just keep living for God, and he promised if you live for me, I will take care of you, and I will take care of yours. Just keep on trusting. You know what? Sometimes I just believe, I just wonder sometimes, I say, you know, when I see uh, children, you know, with godly parents, you know, and the kids are just, you know, off doing whatever, you know, and everything that you hope that they wouldn't do. <laughs> That's what they're into, you know. But uh, sometimes I think that God just allows certain things to get us to grow deeper spiritually. Because I'll tell you, kids will make you pray at a deeper level than you ever prayed before. I, I don't know anything that will oh, make us pray more is that when our children have a need or our children in a situation that they're not where we hope that they would be. And we begin to pray. And I have, my husband and I, boy, we have uh, wept and cried and uh, stayed up all night seeking God. And, you know, and I guess, you know, <laughs> no, I'm not going to say this. Yeah, I'm going to say it. Yeah, God enjoyed our company so much. He said, let me get them a little more <laughs> fresh here so, <laughs> so we can have these kind of intimate times. But uh, children will, will make you pray. Well, let's just get to the word this morning. And, uh, and, and speaking of, you know, our situation, you know, this is Mother's Day, you know, and those women that are brave enough or bold enough or uh, to enter into the motherhood, you know, hood is a neighborhood, okay? It's a place where people gather in. And so, you know, motherhood, you know, uh, is that place where women come together um, for the sole purpose of raising up the next generation, uh, and hopefully that they would be raised into the purpose of God, that they would fulfill the purpose of God for which they were brought forth from the womb. And I want you to understand that motherhood, uh, the motherhood is made up of so many different types of mothers, okay? There are uh, mothers that are mothers by birth. There are mothers by adoption. There are godmothers. There are auntie mothers. There are sister mothers, okay? There are all kinds of mothers who this, this tribe of 
of mothers that gather together. They gather together um, so that our children can fulfill their purpose and their destiny, and we can fulfill our purpose and our assignment as mothers. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we lift you up this morning, and we thank you for the privilege, Lord, and for the women, Lord, who have been blessed to have children. We thank you, Lord, that you did not leave us barren, Father, uh, that it's been adoption either, either by blood or by love, Father. You have allowed us, Lord, to enter into motherhood, and we give you thanks this morning. We thank you for our children, Lord, and we pray that you would bless them to do what is right in the sight of the Lord and forever proclaim Jesus as Lord. We thank you for this word now in Jesus' name. And all the people out there said, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, call somebody on the phone right now and say, you know what? We got a good Mother's Day word for you. Uh, come on, join us uh, online or on Facebook, wherever you are, as we get into the word. Amen. So um, the first thing that, uh, <clears throat> that I want you to understand that, uh, you know, motherhood is like two prongs. It's the challenge of motherhood, but the challenge of motherhood will bring the blessing of motherhood. Two prongs. If you're going to be a mother from the first time, if, you get, if you've ever given birth to a child, or you're a, a husband or someone that's been around somebody that's pregnant, the first thing that happens, boy, they wake up sick. <laughs> You know, and your stomach is upside down, and you know you go through these episodes of spending the morning in the bathroom, you know, you know, throwing up, you know, uh, because, and I mean, that's an indication, boy, that you just made a serious decision <laughs> when you decide to have a child. That hey, you are, you are, you are no longer in your comfort zone. Now, I want you to understand something about having a baby. For all you who have not had children yet, and you know, oh, I want a baby, I want a baby, you know. It's Especially you young girls, you know, who you think this is something cute. And, you know, your friend, had your girlfriend had a baby. This is not a joke. A baby is not a pet, okay? You do not put down a bowl of water and a bowl of food, and then you go to the mall, okay? Uh, uh, that's not what this is. The baby is not a toy. You don't play with it when you want to and then put it back on the shelf while you go talk, you know, go text somebody. No, a baby is a full-time life commitment, okay? I want you younger women to understand this. I know it feels good. I know the babies look cute and they're all cuddly, blah, 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 and all of that. Hey, I want you to know that this is serious business. Do you know that uh, babies, uh, once you have a baby in your life, uh, babies, uh, let me tell you something, they're not a joke. They will question your judgment. They will change your plans and your direction. They will talk back and they will fight back from the crib, okay? 80% of their brain is going to be developed between age one and three. So I want you, if you're thinking about entering the mother zone, think about it carefully. Pray about it carefully. Don't, don't, uh, don't uh, 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 let it be an accident or incident. This is something that you need to pray about and something you need to plan about and you need to do it God's way. I mean, I, hey, I'm just saying for you who haven't entered into the zone yet, okay? Think about what you're doing. Now, sometimes what, hap what happens in the 
and the, and the mother's own is sometimes, you know, uh, because of the way our culture is situated and everything, uh, a lot of girls, you know, that, you know, they may be in a relationship or whatever and end up pregnant. And it's what they call an unwanted pregnancy. And so they developed this whole organization called Planned Parenthood, meaning like, hey, if you find out that you're going to have a baby and you don't want that baby, just dump it, okay? Just get rid of it. But I want you to know what, what God says about our children. Jeremiah 1.5 says, Before I even formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you, and I called you. And he called uh, um, um, uh, Jeremiah to be a prophet to the nations, but every child has a calling. He says, before I put you in the, your mother's womb, so well, even though it may look like, hey, this is not anything I planned, this is not anything I hope to do, if God permitted it, if he allowed it, once you're in that, when, let me say something, when that seed and that sperm and that egg come together, okay, to form that child, there's something else that happens. The purpose of God also enters into that conception, okay? So now all of a sudden, he has put this child in for in the womb for a reason, to bring godliness to the earth. We say, well, I know a lot of people that are born and they sure ain't godliness because that's where mama comes in. That's where mama comes in. Not is she only to carry that child and to conceive that child and birth that child. She is the one who needs to be there to help along with the father, okay, along with the community, along with the teacher, along with the pastor, along with the Everybody works together to bring this child into its purpose and into its destiny, but the child is in the hands of the mother, okay? And she needs to begin to speak God's purpose into that child before it even comes out of the womb. You got to talk to your baby in the womb and say, you know what? Listen, blessed is this baby who walks not in the council or stands in the way of sinners or sitting there, but this baby's delight shall be in the law of the Lord and in it my baby will meditate. Start speaking to your child in the womb. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, uh, so it's not, it's not a light thing. So uh, this, this message is called, okay, the challenge and the promise of motherhood. I mean, I'm sorry, the challenge and the blessing of motherhood. The challenge and the blessing of motherhood. It's a challenge, but oh, if you do this thing right, it's going to be a blessing. Amen. So uh, now understand that motherhood, uh, uh, and especially, especially evident now, you are entering into a war zone. You're fighting for that baby. In Revelations 12, there's a, a prof prophetic uh, 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 picture, image in Revelations 12, and it starts around verse 3, and it says there was a woman who was travailing, and she was about to give birth to a child. And it says as this woman was travailing, and this is just prophetic, and this is supposed to be Israel, and the child is supposed to be Jesus being born out of the nation of Israel, but I, I don't want to go there. I want to get to the point of the picture. It says this woman was in labor. She was about to give birth. And there is a dragon, which is representative of the devil. He's standing there waiting for this woman to give birth so he can devour this child. This is what I want you to understand, that when you have a child, that child is endowed with a purpose and a plan of God, but the enemy is standing right there, 
okay, waiting to devour that child. And it says that God caught the child up to heaven. He said, and then he protected the woman. Now, this is, this is the whole thing. This is why as soon as you have a baby, I don't care if your baby is 25. I don't care if your baby is three. I don't care if your baby is six months old. We go, take that baby and dedicate that baby back to God. Give that child back to God. It's the wisest thing that you could ever do. And now I'm noticing, like, you know, it used to be in the day when as soon as you had a baby, when's the baby dedication? When are you going to dedicate this baby? When are we, we going to have the christening? Whatever. And people have just, they're not giving the babies back to God. You need to make sure that you give your children back to God. Call your church. Call somebody. Get the family together. Say, why do have to get your family together and pray over that child and dedicate that child back to God. It's very important because the enemy is there waiting to devour your, your child. Now, I said that the time, this message is the challenge of motherhood and the blessing of motherhood. Every mother who enters into the mother's zone, the first thing she's going to deal with is a challenge. Oh, yeah, I, listen, I remember my, 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 my baby girl, Teresa, we were going to a mother-daughter tea, and uh, I bought her this yellow lace dress <laughs> for this tea and had her hair all done up. Oh, man, she had these big little bows in her hair, and she was so cute, had little white patent leather shoes, and we're going to the mother, and I had a yellow dress on the mat. We're going to the mother-daughter tea. We got in the car. We drove about three blocks, and she threw up all over her lap, okay? So I'm telling you, it's a challenge, boy. It's a challenge. It can be going one way one minute and another way another minute. I have seen mothers and fathers save up, send that kid to college, gets there. After, yeah, I don't want to go to college anymore. You've been waiting your whole life for this kid to go to college. I don't want to go to college. But his younger brother says, well, I want to go to college. So the one who didn't go to college, he started a restaurant, became a millionaire. The one who went to college, he's living in your basement because he can't find a job. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a challenge. We don't know how this is going to turn out, but we have to constantly give our children back to God. So here's a challenge. So let's talk about some of the women who went through the challenge of motherhood. There was Leah, and I mean, poor little Leah. Leah and Rachel, two sisters, okay? Uh, and they're married to, uh, uh, to Jacob. Okay, so it's, it started off really, really rough. But the point is that it says in Genesis 29, here's the challenge. It said, here's Leah's challenge. 29.11 of Genesis says, And when the Lord saw that Leah was not loved, he enabled her to conceive. Okay? So here she is in relationship which she's having children, but her husband doesn't love her. There's some woman out there right now. It, you know, you've been in a situation where you've had a child or you have children now and your husband doesn't love you. Hey, that's the challenge. How do I continue to be a good mother, a good parent when my husband doesn't love me? Well, hey, here's the blessing that came out of it. Leah gave birth to a son named Judah. She had four children. She had four sons for Jacob. And it says that she had a, a son, and finally, you know, she stopped worrying about her husband love her, loving her. She stopped praising God. She changed her direction, and she says, you know what? 
She says, I, I'm not going to worry about this anymore. She said, because God heard that, that, that I am not loved. He's given me a son. He said, and then it goes on to say that finally he gives her a son, and his name is Judah, which means praise. Well, out of Judah came the lineage of Jesus Christ. So it ended up being a blessing. I'm telling you, even if it starts out being a challenge, God says, hey, if you just stay with me, I'm going to bless your seed. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless you. Bless your seed. Jochebed was a woman. She was a, a desperate woman. Her challenge, she was desperate. Uh, the government of Egypt said, we're going to kill every firstborn Jewish baby. And so Jochebed, she, she, her baby, she had this, gave birth to this beautiful baby. And she was so desperate that she put the baby in a little basket and sent him downstream and said, Lord, I give this baby into your hands. I can't take care of this baby. There are some mothers out there. Maybe you can't take care of your baby. I understand because God also created something called adoptive mothers. So she, she goes downstream and Pharaoh's daughter sees this little boy, this baby in a basket, and she adopts his mother. Listen, some by blood, some by love. That doesn't, just because you don't give, you don't have to give birth to a baby to love that baby, to love that child. God will use you just like that baby, just like he would if the child came out of his womb. Some mothers are in a desperate situation, but let let me tell you something. You may be in a situation where maybe you had to turn your child over to somebody else for care or give them up for adoption. Listen, God knows your heart. He knows what you would have done if, if you could have done it. But let me tell you something. There's still a blessing in it because, it go, because this same little baby that his mother was desperate had to give him away to an adoptive mother. That same little baby's name was Moses. And not only did he lead the children of Israel out of captivity and into the promised land, that same little baby delivered his own birth mother out of her situation and delivered her into the promised land. I'm telling you, it may start out a challenge, but it's going to end up a blessing. There may be some mother, you're just longing to be a mother, but you have not conceived a child. And you may be like Hannah in 1 Samuel 1. It says, Hannah cried so hard for a child that the, that the, the priest uh, uh, stopped the she was drunk. She said, God, she says, I'm a barren woman, but I want a child. And I know some of you right now, you're crying out to God and saying, God, I want to be a mother. I want my uh, child. Uh, 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 I wanted to have children. Well, some are going to come to you by blood. Some of you are going to come to you by love. But God is hearing your cry and he's going to bless you. Well, guess what? Hannah kept on praying, kept on praying. She was desperate. She was hurt. She wanted to be a mother, but God blessed her because she gave birth to a little boy. She gave him back to God. His name was Samuel, and he became one of the greatest prophets in Israel. Hallelujah. Hagar, she was an abused mother. That was her challenge, that she was abused. She was in a situation that she didn't ask to be in, where uh, uh, um, uh, Sarah uh, said, I want you to take Hagar, our slave, and, and have children by her since I can't have children. She said, Said that to Abraham. So Hagar, is she, she's got a challenge. She's married, and now she and Sarah are fighting. Sarah throws her out of the house, and she has a little baby named Ishmael. But I'll tell you what, God will be there when you are an abused woman, when you are a rejected woman. He will bless your child anyway, because it says that... Um, 
that God set her out, uh, uh, that, uh, that Abraham set uh, Hagar out in the desert with a child, that's abuse. I don't care what you say. But God heard the cry of the child, and he raised up uh, her son Ishmael to be head of the whole Arab nation to this very day. Ishmael is the father of the Arab nation. Hallelujah. God blessed her anyway. Um, there was Ruth and Naomi. Now, here's a situation where she was a widow, okay? Didn't have any children. Hope gone, okay? Didn't husband dead and own nothing but her and her mother-in-law, okay? But God blessed her. God blessed her to, um, to get married again um, um, to a man named Boaz. She, and she was, listen, let me tell you something. Ruth was poor. Her mama was poor. They didn't know how they were going to make it. They didn't know how they were going to live. Have a baby. I, I don't even know how I'm going to eat tomorrow. And what are you talking about? Have a baby. But God blessed her anyway and blessed Naomi, blessed her with a husband and blessed her with a child. And you know what? I, I love what it says that when, Bo, when Boaz um, took Ruth for his wife and she gave birth to a son, it was, let me tell you how, what a blessing this is. Ruth gave birth to the baby, but Naomi, her mother-in-law, nursed the baby. And it was Naomi um, who said, um, praise the Lord, who this day has not left me without a guardian redeemer. Let me tell you something. When a baby comes in from the Lord, it's a blessing to everybody, okay? It's blessed his mother, blessed his grandmother, blessed everybody gets blessed with a, with, a, with a baby. A baby is a blessing. So they went from being in poverty, that was her challenge, to the blessing of marrying and no longer being impoverished and have, giving birth to a son and who also led Ruth the Moabite into the lineage of Jesus Christ. Well, speaking of Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Well, hallelujah. Speaking of Jesus Jesus Christ, there was another woman who faced a challenge, and her name was Mary, and she was a virgin, and the, and the Holy Spirit came over her, and she found herself pregnant and not married. Hallelujah. Okay, and she, said, and she didn't know what to do, but the angel of the Lord spoke to her and says, you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. Now, what, what did Jesus mean uh, when I, I'm in a situation, what am I going to tell my, my fiancé? How, that, I, that I got pregnant by the Holy Spirit? What am I supposed to do? This was really, really a challenge. But uh, it says this in Matthew 121. It says she gave birth to, he, the, the, Holy, the, the angel said to her, she will give birth to a son and you will give him the name Jesus and he will save his people from their sins. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, what turned out to be a challenge ended up being a blessing because Jesus died for our sins. Let me tell you something. It started with a pregnancy. It started in the motherhood. She, was, she had to say, Lord, be it unto me as you desire. If this is your will for my life, then I receive receive it, I accept it, and God turned Mary's challenge into a blessing. I'm telling you, it may look rough right now. It may look tough right now. You may have little children, and you just say, Lord, I, I, you know, uh, this uh, situation has happened in our country. We don't know how we're going to eat. We don't, we're out of work. I don't know how I'm going to feed these kids. I don't know what I'm going to do, but God is faithful. 
He's faithful. He is faithful. I want you to trust in the Lord. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And I promise, according, listen, oh, glory, hallelujah. I promise he will direct your path. When my children were two, three years old and 10 years old, my husband died of cancer, and I was left with no job. They came and put a notice on my house that it was uh, up for auction. I didn't have a job. I didn't have a way, didn't know how I'm go I was going to make it. But God, but God, but God, I don't have a chance to tell you, the time to tell you my testimony, but I'm telling you that God kept a roof over our head. God kept uh, food in our refrigerator. God allowed me to educate my daughters and send them to college. I'm telling just me and Jesus. There was no husband in this earth, but I had a heavenly husband. I had someone to watch over me. I want you to know that God is faithful. All you have to do is trust him and lean not to your own understanding because when he put that child in your womb, not only did he have a plan and a purpose for that child, but he also made provision for that child. And you say, well, you don't know what my children are going through. Let me tell you something. If your children are going through something, it's because God plans on using them as a testimony that even though their life was hard, even their life is a difficulty, still God raised me up to be his champion. Still God raised me up to educate me. Still God raised me up to be an influencer, to be a man or a woman that was going to do good in the earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, Father, we thank you right now. We thank you right now, Lord, that some mother is encouraged, that even though she is facing a challenge, Father, even though uh, uh, the, the, she and her husband together, uh, they may be facing a challenge. It may be an economic challenge. It may be a health challenge with their children. It may be rebellion. I don't care what the challenge is. Like, Lord, how are we going to make it? How are we going to do this? Hey, you won't be the first that God brought through, and you won't be the last because God is faithful. Just trust him. Just trust him. Just trust him with all your heart. Bless the Lord at all times. And I want you to lay hands on your children. I want you to anoint your children. I want you to teach your children the word while they're young so that they will be able to stand. I want, Psalms 1 was a psalm that I had my children stand on. And they would say it every morning, that I shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of the water, bringing forth fruit in my seeds, and my leaves shall not wither, and whatever I do is going to prosper. Put the word in your children, and they will prosper. And you will go from a challenge to a blessing every time. Happy Mother's Day. God bless you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for every mother. Every mother, Father, no matter how she came to be a mother, whether she's a foster mother, a godmother, an auntie mother, a grandmother, whatever she is, Father, if you are using her to influence a child's life, Father, I pray that you would press, bless her, that you would prosper her, that you would give her courage, that you would strengthen her, Father, that she would not be in fear, Father, that she would not be frustrated because she doesn't see the evidence, Father. Let her know, God, that you are faithful, Father. You are faithful, Father, and you're going to raise this child to give you glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, we speak a blessing over the mothers. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. We're going to close this service out. Happy Mother's Day to everybody. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Hi.
higher than the mountains that I face Stronger than the power of the grace Constant in the trial and the change There's one thing that remains Just one thing that remains Your love never fails Never gives up Never runs out on me Your love never fails and Never gives up Never runs out on me Your love never fails Never gives up Never runs out on me Your love And on and on and on and on it goes The love wells and satisfies my soul And I never ever have to be afraid Never gives up, never runs out on me. Your love never fails, never gives up. It never runs out on me. It goes on and on.